I'm corporate. Oh, yes. Yes, Nate, Nate, Nate is here with suit. and Well, not suit. I guess, uh, what would you call well, this? he just needs a sports coat. And then, yeah. You know, practically I guess suit. you're right, yeah. yeah. So I've just established the new position of Director of Human Resources and Corporate Compliance. Oh, that's nice. And I, I'll be heading that and um, so this will be my been, last podcast. We've been running way too fast and loose with the morals and the ethics around here. <laughs> so um, watch your mouths. We'll keep it in line the best we can. Yeah. Uh, also, it's Nathan now. Oh, it's not, not Nathaniel. Ooh, I like Nathaniel. It's not my name. But I know, but I mean, sounds fan. Okay, we Nathan or Nathaniel or Sir. <laughs> the Sir thing just gives me flashbacks to the teaching days. Where they, the sir, kid, yes, sir. They had to call you sir. They would call me sir. Ah. It would be uh, Mr. L. I wasn't Mr. Lewis because there, there was another Lewis, shockingly, in Wales. That was the, a former rugby player, mm. like Nationals level. Like He's a very large human being. Like famous? Um, pseudo? Pseudo famous. In, in Welsh, I mean, he played for Wales in the 70s, like late 70s, early 80s. So people knew who he was in town mm -hmm. of a certain age, so... Like, oh, he was the international player. But, you know, small country, let's be it honest. Is, but a delightful country. Very, very much so. I'm not making fun of Wales anymore. I'm trying, we're trying to build our brand there, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all uh, not making fun of Wales. The, the one listener we have from over there? Yeah, well, you start with one. And we get two. Becomes two, becomes four, it snowballs. And we doubled our size Soon of listeners. Biggest you, podcast in Wales. Are we sure they're people and not sheep? It's not funny. <laughs> wow, he's we, really, he's really sticking to this one. I have a compliance video after this podcast that I'm going to show you both. Oh, great. And I have some paperwork for you to sign. Uh, oh. No. No, this is not what I signed up for. Oh, man. Why did I bring you two in for this one? Oh, yeah. Why'd you bring him in? I'm well, fine. He's the witty one that kind of has, like, the nice quips that we was, need. Was the witty one. Was the... Oh, wow. Really? No, I'm the professional one. Okay. Yeah. Everything that we need. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck with <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> All right. I don't care about that one listener. Uh, well, welcome back to What Happened to Us with uh, Ned. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that is not my name. <laughs> Nathan. Nathan. Stacy and myself, Hugh. Uh, well, welcome back. I guess uh, anything exciting happened over the weekend? Mm. Fun stories? Places we went or things we did or not went, did? Went to a lovely wedding. Oh, that's right. <gasps> yes. 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 fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the bride's... Bride and her side of the family are uh, from Uzbekistan, oh. so it was a rush. I mean, so they're from Uzbekistan, but speak Russian, and uh, yes, it was delightful. They have some interesting customs. Well, that, such as such as you know, we have the old tried and true tap the glass with a knife. Right. When uh, you want the bride and groom to kiss up on their the dais or whatever their table, uh, evidently in the Russian culture, you just yell things in Russian. <laughs> it was. It sounded like they were starting a fight, and then all of a sudden the bride and groom kissed, and we're like, "Oh, that's what they're doing." <laughs> okay. Yeah. What percentage would you say of the the guests were of like were Russian Uzbekis? Um, it wasn't a it wasn't a terribly large wedding. I'd say maybe fifty people. I mean, which is not a tiny wedding, but it's not huge. No, but that's a good number. Um, and I would say at least twenty. Okay. So I'd say it seemed like pretty much half and half. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. And the, but the the music uh, choices were seemed to skew more towards the Russian side. A lot of Russian pop. Really. Which I was all about. 
I am into it now. Mm. I need to get that playlist from Masha was the bride. Need to get that playlist from her because it was awesome. Oh, well, who was that? Um, the girl pop group from back. Tattoo. Thank you. I requested yes. tattoo, but uh, no dice. Uh, yeah. Fake being lesbian. They were fake lesbians. Yeah. yeah. All the things she said. I what? love that song. It was catchy it's as hell. It's great. And the Not Gonna Get Us song is also a oh, great I had, one. Oh, I forgot they had two. Yes. Yeah. Not Gonna Get Us is a great one. Is that their, under, their follow-up single? Yes. I believe so. Because I, I just remember, I was, because it came out, what, 2002, three, somewhere around Tattoo? there? Tattoo? It was yeah. like, yeah, four it's or five. Some, three or four, two, probably. Somewhere in that range. So I just remember this. I, I think it was because I was in Wales. It might, might have taken another year to get to America. Probably. Like, like yeah. everything else, like European music takes an extra year to get sure. here. Yeah. We so. have to vet it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's true. Back in like 1996, when I went to Britain, like Spice Girls were the thing. And then I came back and then nobody knew of them. Then six months later, Spice Up the Life yeah. kind of thing. So. Oh my gosh. I remember going, where the fuck did this come from? Oh, mm. Man. I had, to, I had to have debates and I had like guys like breaking it down for me in Scotland about who the Spice Girls were. I was like, what the fuck is this? Icons is what they were. Well, well not then, but now they are. Now I they mean, are. that was a pre-Beckham and Posh Spice. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, But he was doing the interviews around like how he fancied the Posh Spice one. So, you know. Her name, it was just Posh Spice. Ah. Not the Posh Spice one, just Posh well, Spice. Well, okay. Well, well. I am still very bitter that Jerry Hallowell... Hallowell Switched it to uh, Ginger Spice. From Scary Spice? No, Sexy Spice. Spice. Sexy Spice, yeah. She was Sexy Spice, then she yep. became Ginger, Ginger Spice. Spice. Yeah. Why? Which is stupid. Did she change it, or did, did the powers that be I'm sure, change I'm it? I'm sure I think it was a power I think thing. that's what it was, because they were trying to make it more, like, girl-friendly, like, yeah. like, tweeners and stuff like that. So they are like, let's not make them too sexy, even though they're like, look, they're sexy. Like, they're, bearing, they're all midriff-bearing on yeah. Fin Fen at the time. <laughs> they, um, and then Scary Spice is still an odd one. She was not scary. No. Although she's kind of no. scary now. But, yeah. But, um, she's, but that's because she's done a lot to her face. She's, yeah, she's, she's, that's surpri- that's, she's changed. She has. Well, like, after Melanie that last was, marriage. Melanie is like very pretty. And yeah, very. she's just done too much stuff to her face. I was always more of a Mel C fan, sporty. I do like Sporty she, Spice too. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Baby was fine, I guess. Yeah. Emily Button or Emma Button? Emma. Bunton. Button. Bunton. Emma Bunton. Emma okay. Bunton. Yes. Mel C, Mel B. Mm-hmm. I think actually, I would say Jerry had the best second part of her career, musically speaking. Really? No, she had a good run in um, in Britain. Yeah, oh, she, did she? Yeah. yeah, she got super fit and then like became a sex symbol again. Mm-hmm. Like, Sporty had a had a, a couple of songs. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They she all actually had, had a really good voice. She, like she, she was did. a belter, and you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, well, if we're, if we're going straight careers, Victoria's had well, the best career, but, but not in music. I was thinking no. she, music. she couldn't sing. No. She just she just looked. Victoria became more of a brand. Yes, yeah, and that know. even I, yeah, I mean the Beckham part helped, but even I think she probably could have done that at least well, to a certain level without him. Yeah, I mean, she... Stronger together. Yeah, true. Well, ab- true. sometimes that's the case, isn't it? I yep. mean, look at some of those power couples that when they break up, they're not quite the same. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's why... Oh, damn it. I that's why we... Jay-Z can never leave Beyonce. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, him and Kanye got back together. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I think Kanye... Con- well, that's, that's a funny one. Like, who are the couples if they broke up, they wouldn't be nearly as powerful? 
Sep- separate as, Se- together. as together. I think Beyonce would be fine either way. Yeah. Jay- I mean, Jay Z is worth about $800 million. Well, yeah, yeah I'm be sure okay he's too. doing fine. Yeah. I mean, but I'm as far as, well, yeah, I mean, he's not really a performer anymore anyway. No. He's more of a mogul type. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, Kim would be just fine without the Kanye. Yeah. In fact, I think she might be better without the Kanye. Yeah. I think Personally. It'd be less of a headache for Chris to not have to mm-hmm. be just like, what did he do now? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just trying to think, like, I wish we had discussed this, like, earlier on so we could have broken down some lists of people that would have done, instead of, like, thinking on you, our feet. You know a power couple that would have ruled the world now had they not gotten divorced twice? Uh, Don Johnson, Melanie Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> They would be setting the world. They're not together anymore. Oh, they aren't? No, they've been divorced for a while. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Things I don't pay attention to. Oof, you want to talk about somebody messed up their face. She did. Lordy. Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan, too. Oh, there's a couple that, you know. But which one? Her and uh, Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. When they when she's with John Mellencamp now. Is no, she? they're they're yeah. I think they're even broken up. No, I think they're engaged. They were and then they broke off the engagement. They might have gotten back together, Maybe. but they did break off the engagement for a time. There's sometimes that I feel like you get to a certain age and you've been married a certain amount of times too. Now if you've gotten to a certain age and you've never been married, then okay, if you want to get married, fine. But I feel like like John John Mellencamp and Meg Ryan They've they've both reached a certain age. They've both been married several times. Why get married again? Yeah, I mean, they're famous enough. They're rich enough. I think they've got enough lawyers. Like just just work out some type of you know palimony or whatever agreement, you know, and whatever. Well, they are engaged after a year off. Okay, so they did get back. They they get back. So we're both right. It's true. So there you go, guys. You remember that wild time when? uh, Meg Ryan and Russell Crowe were a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, proof were, of life. Proof of yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. That um, that almost tanked her career. Right. How different is it? I'm sorry. Let, let me be a feminist for a moment. Actually, my entire life. Um, but like that, um, that affair almost tanked her career. Yeah. Right there, That's but it didn't do really anything to his. No, no. But he he always had the bad boy persona. Right. Anyway. Right. But that's a persona. Whether that's true or not, you know, of him, but she, because she was like America's sweetheart and the sweet girl, even though we don't know who she's really like right. in, in real life. And it's okay to also mess up when it comes to relationships. True. We've all had mistakes. And imagine if they were put on tabloid covers. Like, but I mean, that just, that almost tanked her career. And I remember feeling very sorry for her, being like, oh, Russell Crowe, but. I mean, fine if you want to get divorced, but, but, but she was under this microscope. But it was the, so. it was you know her and Dennis Quaid. It was right, like, exactly, like but, a Hollywood it couple. Right, for a while. but we didn't. But we didn't. All we, all we kind of felt sorry for was Dennis Quaid. The oh poor him. What the fuck was happening in that marriage? I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, we right. do we, know he had a little love for the Kukan. Exactly. So how much does that impact him? But still, but still, it was completely skewed towards her, it, which, being yeah. the bad person. Mm-hmm. Well, she was the one that was caught having the affair. Right. So, uh, when you look at uh, Brad Pitt and... People don't have affairs in a vacuum, though. Oh, agreed. They couldn't fit in a vacuum. (laughs) I got got nothing. Or there's some people like you who have affairs with a vacuum, if you know what I'm saying. Just a tip. Just the tip. (gasps) Oh, my God. Speaking of that real quick, affairs with vacuums. So, it's, it's not on my binge watch, but real quick... 
Lunatics is on Netflix, which is the show by Chris Lilly, who did Summer Heights High. Oh yeah, uh, or Jamay, yeah, high school girl. So, oh that yes, okay. One of the characters in this new show, Lunatics, is a guy who runs a department store. And he has that thing where he falls in love with inanimate objects. Uh, One of them was a cash register. And I have not finished finished the series, but it looks like he's about to fall in love with a vacuum cleaner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's taking some looks at it. He's doing some stuff. I was like, oh, he's gonna fuck that vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> I highly suggest it. Check it out. Lunatics. Longest relationship I've had is with my Dyson in, in the closet. There you go. <laughs> Just break it out every so often. Wow. It's my longest relationship is with my vibrator. Wow. And that's what it's made for. Guys, we're getting a little too blue here. If we're going to keep it keep it clean. But you are wearing a blue shirt. Not what I meant. It's <laughs> not what I meant. You guys both have blue microphones. Oh, we do. I do not. I think you're no. going a little literal with the blue. Absolutely. Okay. She's going through okay. her blue... What is, it? what is it? The Picasso, the blue... The blue, fa blue period? Blue period, thank you. Second word, couldn't figure out. I was like, blue phase is not right. That's so. okay. That's what I'm here for, to correct you. Absolutely. <laughs> it it needs to be done a lot. I would bet there is something to the persona. I would bet if Tom Hanks ended up having, get, having some sort of affair with a co-star, people would be like, ooh, really? Like, it would hurt him more than it does like a... Because just like Meg Ryan, he has that... Per, you know, like this world's nicest man persona, mm -hmm. and like by all, I mean, he, he and Marie Wilson actually separated for a little bit, but otherwise they have this like, oh, I, even though she's not as big a name as him, they're they're like a loved cup beloved couple, but I think that would people would look at him a, a different way, maybe not as bad as Meg Ryan, but yeah. he, he just has that. Well, he also has Scientology to protect him. So Tom Hanks is Scientology. Oh, oh, Tom Hanks. I thought you said Tom Cruise. No, no, Tom, Tom Hanks. That's Tom why Hanks. I got like a little it's like no, confused. no, but yeah, yeah, because you said Rita, and I was like. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Though that being said, if they want to cast Tom Hanks in the next Mission Impossible to replace, if Tom Hanks is Ethan Hunt, I'd watch that movie. You'd just watch The Da Vinci Code. He didn't, well, I guess he had some, some action scenes, but not, not, not a, he wasn't hanging on the side of a plane. I'd like to see Tom Hanks do that. <laughs> I don't think Tom <laughs> Hanks wants to see himself hanging off the side so. of a plane. <laughs> Good point. Uh. I don't, I don't usually advocate for thinking for other people, but in that case, I'll be like, I don't know if Tom wants to do that. Conversely, I, I mean, would he love... He did fight a snake in one, in one movie. He's done a lot of... I mean, he survived yeah. on, a, on a deserted island. He survived Somali pirates. You know, he's, he's done a lot. And I don't know. Wait, actually, I might take that back, because um, Tom Hanks did have a torrid affair with a volleyball, and we didn't think less of him. That's so. true. And that was an inanimate object. That's true. Now nah, it's coming full circle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would also love to see if we're switching roles. Um, you know, Tom Hanks is playing uh, Mr. Rogers in an upcoming mm -hmm. film. Uh, uh, replace that with have Tom Cruise play Mr. Rogers. Since Tom Cruise can only play Tom Cruise, that's the only role he knows. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, or, yeah. Oh, no, I got nothing there. I'm like, you're. That's about Tom right. Tom Hanks starring in Top Gun 2? Yep. That'd be great. Ooh. Maverick. <laughs> Tom Hanks is Maverick. <laughs> and then, wait, what is it? Uh, oh, who's playing Goose's son? It's um, uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller, yeah. Oh, man. There's a, there's a guy who uh, rides at uh, Spin Studio whose name is Anthony Edwards Jr. Now, the name Anthony and the name Edwards is very common. Sure. Yeah. So there could be a lot of people. Sure. But 
and so sometimes I look at him and go, could you be? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Anthony Edwards' son looks like. Uh, but it's always, like, I <laughs> like, you just want to call him by his full name every time. Is, is there an Anthony Edwards Jr.? Can we get I research on that? I'm right working now? on that right yeah, now. There we go. Okay, so we'll find out by the end of the podcast. But yeah. So. Go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> Language. Language. Well, we Should we a, break the dice we're gonna, out? <laughs> we're going to have to bleep that out later. We have explicit on the uh, our podcast. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to swear. Oh, it, okay. it makes my editing that much easier. So I don't have to timestamp every time we fucking swear. Oh, that's true. So, Otherwise you have to timestamp it? Yeah, I would have to make a note of like about what time the swear was so I oh. could find it and bleep it out. Ugh. Not the not my idea of fun. No. All right. So. Well, we're just gonna toss in random swears just to give him some more work. Nope. Yep. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Oh, I wasn't worried. I know. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I was not worried. Speaking of Top Gun Two, I'm very concerned about Bell Kilmer. Like uh, health wise. He um you know, he's for a while now it's clear that he's very sick, but mm-hmm. he's hiding the fact that he's very sick because he's a Christian scientist and they don't really do illness. Uh, or at least not get it treated as much. And um, he, you know, his his jaw, it, he's clearly had some sort of surgery. His jaws just look different. And it, his voice is almost completely gone. Yeah, you like to talk about him a lot. I do. But the reason I'm bringing him up again is that he posted a video at some sort of something con. I don't know, you know, like... There's a, so many cons. I know. I didn't know. I don't know what, like, con- a convention. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know which one it was, but he was posing with Warwick Davis, so they were having, yeah. like, a little Willow reunion. And now, in the last several photos and things I've seen, that Val Kilmer himself posts, he's taken to wearing, like, ascots and scarves. Uh-huh. Like, so, it's starting to, like, now it's one, it's like, what is he covering up? Yeah. Uh, so, Esme, Poppy, Wallace, and Bailey are... Right. Anthony Edwards' children. This is not actor Anthony Edwards' son then riding no, in my class. I believe not. So, there you go. Okay. Screw, yeah, there's research for you. How's that well, sound? Well done. No, thank you. Esme, interesting. And as for Val Kilmer and his cancer issue, yeah, with no jaw, he's starting to end up like, uh, oh... Why am I forgetting Roger the, Ebert? Yes. That's exact. That's what, exactly. Except Roger Ebert's was legit. Like, he could not speak anymore. Yeah. Eventually. Like, Val Kilmer, the voice is just real gravelly. Yeah. Mm. I remember seeing an interview with him and his kids, and, like, he was talking, I'm like, I have, the kids were translating for him. For who? Roger? Uh, for Val. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just and sad. It's just, it's just uh, but I, But that was the only reason I was bringing it up for Top Gun, because he plays, yeah. uh, he reprises Iceman, but it's like, how is that, well, how's that going to be? Sick in bed, like, yeah, maybe, cancer, maybe. dying? I don't know. God, I hope not. CGI, a lower jaw on him. I don't wow. Know. I mean, I mean they Mr. do stuff. Mr. Yeah. Miyagi's back in uh, Cobra Kai. What? Are they, they really like see, like they put CGI'd him back? They CGI'd him back in. Oh my gosh. Are you seriously? Yeah, in the TV series. Pat Morita's been dead for quite a few years. Yeah. Oh. The character of Mr. Miyagi would probably be passed away by now. I know. He was old in the... No, he wasn't. He was 50. Well, no, but the... Well, the, the actor was. I guess they never really said the age of the character, but I'm, you assumed he was old. He was a World War II vet. Yeah, so you assumed so, he was yeah. pretty old. At and least the, you would assume he was a World War II vet. Because he made a reference to uh, you know, his family being killed in Hiroshima, which makes no sense after you go back. Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Um, Sorry. 
That's true. Yeah. So he would, and this is supposed to take place what thirty? Well, in, Nine, yeah, in the eighties, so forty years. Right, but I'm saying like the Cobra Kai now is current day, so they're yeah. supposed to be thirty some odd years late, older. Yeah. So yeah, he he probably wouldn't have been alive now. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. It could be just a flashback. Even even, however you look at it, he still makes his way into this one where he has a conversation with Daniel. Is he like a ghost, like Yoda? I'm guessing. That'd so. That'd be awesome. Daniel son. Daniel son. William Zabka posted a uh, photo today because tonight the Cobra Kai season two comes that comes out today uh-huh. on uh, what uh, the YouTube, YouTube Red or premiere uh, now I think they and got... I guess they had a premiere party maybe last night or recently they did but he po- he posted a photo Johnny of himself and the entire Cobra Kai clan I don't know if they're all, in, all part of the show mm-hmm. but it's the whole actual origin from the movie like the put him in a body bag guy yeah. the sweep the leg guy. They, uh, like all those guys were posing together, and it was really cool to see because you, you recognize they still look similar enough that you know which one's which. There, I think there was a music video called um, Johnny Sweet the Leg by I forget the band's name. Um, Tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> no, but a, a bunch of those, Spice Girls. A bunch of those guys were in the music video. That's funny. Yeah. And, and like, same with Zabka. He was like in, working in a trailer park or living in a trailer park. Are you sure you're not like confusing this with Johnny? Are you queer? Nope. Um, Just another iconic I song. Remember, very, very good song. No, actually, I have it on my. Uh, oh God. iTunes. On my, in my yes, in my iTunes. I just can't remember what the band's name is. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's no. quality content. Absolutely. Coachella was this weekend, part two. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. Anybody watch the live stream? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't give a shit. Kanye did his Sunday service, which was pretty special. Really? You know that Sunday service he's been doing, like, become oh, like a big yeah. thing in L.A.? Yeah. He does it out in Calabasas, I mm-hmm. believe. And, like, he gets other, like, it's basically an outdoor service. Like, they have people that do prayers. DMX sometimes does the prayer. DMX did the prayer at Coachella. And um, and then they just, they have a gospel choir, and they play a lot of um, gospel-type music, and he plays some of his own hits. Like, Jesus Walks is always the big closer because it's, you know, I I don't like. It's weird because like something like that, I go, that's really nice. Like that's a really like nice thing to do, even though like I'm not religious or anything. And I go, oh, I think that's really nice, like coming together and like doing that and bringing yeah. people together. I, but I think it's my own like dislike for Kanye. <laughs> yeah. That makes me go. Uh, I guess I just feel for me personally, I just feel like it's. Kanye's being self-serving. Oh yeah, and oh. like, like if you know, if it was a bunch of other, like if you know, DMX and some other people were like getting together, like we're gonna do this, and like we're gonna do this in certain areas. Like I don't, I don't know. Like it doesn't matter about like who it's for, as, as long as like everybody's welcome. But it's it's who's who's doing it and why. And like I feel like it's like it's like Kanye. Like I'm such a fucking genius and I'm amazing and come listen to me. And I put the, this together. I was like, no, you're just doing church, man. Yeah. Like people have been doing church for thousands of years, whether they're Christians or Jewish or Muslim or, you know, I don't Roman doesn't matter. Hmm. Like people have been doing church gatherings for forever. Um, 
But like, are we going to listen to your music and buy some Yeezys oh. or something like that? I don't know. So he was also doing it for the money. Exactly. See, I told you. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, oh, no, no. He's uh, selling his merch. He mm-hmm. did sell merch, like $200 sweatshirts. $225. See, Yeezus. That's what I was, yeah. like, you, uh, see, I wasn't wrong. I didn't even no. know that, and I was not wrong. I was it, like, this is all about his brand. Oh, it, absolutely. It's interesting that because this is why I don't like organized religion. Sorry, Nate, but like this is why I don't like organized religion because people like are using it to make money. Yeah. That's what they do. They don't use it to really help somebody, you know, in their lives or find spiritual fulfillment. You know, it it the people who tend to organize it, they organize it because they want money. Yeah. They were gonna Oh, I was just going to say he um it was like I'm not not surprising I guess because of course it gave Coachella a lot of more publicity than it not that it didn't need, needed it already <laughs> yeah. but like he already he had a very kind of fractured relationship with the Coachella folks because he he was he he was supposed to headline this year mm. and he had a got into a big fight with them and and backed out. Be- was it about uh, font size? <laughs> no, <laughs> um, it was about the stage. He wanted to, he did not, he felt confined by having to use a regular stage like every other act. So he wanted to, because, you know, he did like the Pablo tour, he did that whole mm-hmm. floating stage. How he planned on doing something like that outside is, who knows? Well, that's for other people to figure out. Exactly. And so, and the Coachella people, they weren't budging. They're like, good for them. No, we're, we're not, no. So, but then I guess they probably also thought, okay, well, now he wants to do this thing that's getting a lot of publicity. And he didn't do it on a stage. Right. He, it wasn't even on the ground. It was at the campgrounds, like off-site. Like, so it, was, it, wasn't, it was, wasn't even part of like... But although everybody that had a wristband for the festival w- was permitted to go out to it, but it wasn't within the, like, the confines of the actual festival. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess they just figured, okay, well, let them do that. Why not? And if you look at the above shots, it's pretty impressive. They said about 50,000 people just crowded around. It's actually an amazing, like... Uh, maybe from a, it could have been from a drone or something, mm-hmm. but just to see the the level of the crowd because he's just in a big circle, and then outside of that, you just see the people that were watching it. There's no he's not up, he's not elevated. Yeah. So the people watching it probably is like I I hear it, I can't see anything. It's oh. very strange. That's usually how God speaks to everybody. <laughs> that's how Jesus did it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's uh, a, I mean, he had a mound. The, I guess mount. A mount. He had a mount. The Sermon on the Mount. Oh, he had a mount to speak oh, so on, I, I like a mount. It was a mount. No, it's a mount. Learning yes. things. Yeah. Learning. Th- well, well, there's there's a great uh, at the beginning of Life of Brian, a great scene that they do where he's doing the Sermon on the Mount, and the people in the back are like, "Speak up! <laughs> what did he say?" He <laughs> said <laughs> the meek, the weak shall or something like that. Like, I forget all the like the mis the mishearings that they hear, but it's it's Life of Brian is just it's great. It's so great, and it so is what religion is and we want to go oh pish posh that's what it was like back <laughs> then yeah around like you know you know zero eighty or whatever <laughs> but we're like no that's that's the way it always is it's always a game of telephone it is always what people want to hear or think that they hear all the time that's yeah. the way actually really life is we, we hear what we want to hear and yeah or and according to uh Mel Brooks, how God actually gave Moses 15 commandments, but he dropped one of the tablets. <laughs> I hold the, the 15. Oh, 
The Ten, Ten Commandments. commandments. <laughs> <laughs> I love History of the World Part 1. That is one of the, well, it's kind of Mel, Mel Brooks's thing that he always teases sequels. Yeah. But that oh. one he actually made a trailer for, mm-hmm. which was amazing. They, like, it was what hit the, all the, the other stories were Hitler on Ice. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jews in Space was the great one. The spaceship is shaped like Star of David. Yep. And they even, the people were, that even came back a few weeks ago when, um, uh, Israel tried to land a probe on the moon. It crashed, but but it, it hit the surface of the moon, but it didn't land safely. And there were a lot of people were just like posting the Jews in space <laughs> thing. Oh. Um, and then what was? Oh God, the, I can't remember the. I can't remember some of the other. The Star but, David one is just that too, was great. It, yeah. you yeah. can't forget that one. <laughs> well, Hitler on Ice is. <laughs> although he kind of did that. The producers kind of. Although yeah. the, the movie, the producers came out before that. Yeah. Right. So he, and then you have. When they did the Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money. Yeah. And then there was talk of Spaceballs 3, The Search for Spaceballs 2. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was more the, the more recent one. I was like, please do that because oh, you can just God. make up really shitty characters oh, and just make fun of what Star Wars is doing now. Oh, my God. That would be so. And then weird. I would just be like, thank you. Yeah. But I don't know if his comedy can make it now. Well, a lot of it can't be made. Spaceballs was pretty tame. Yes. Like, that yeah. didn't have... That didn't we, have it. Blazing Saddles, absolutely oh, not. Oh, no. Even though that's... Although the producers, you'd think that material, you know, wouldn't have translated to now, but, you know, because people don't like to joke about Hitler too much. Really? But the, Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find that. Um, but, uh, but the musical, I mean, he, he kind of spun it around to make it even more absurd. Yeah. Uh, and that's done. That did very well. Yeah. Did I don't it do know. Well? I don't know if it's the first still... one did, but uh, with the second movie, the reboot. No, I mean the the, the musical on oh. on Broadway. Yeah. Did oh yeah. Very very well. Yeah. yeah. The mo- the movie version of the musical not as well. No. Right. So that was the Will Ferrell one. No, it was. They just think didn't the the movie version had the same cast, didn't it? Wasn't it also Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick? I think so. I thought they just took not the entire cast, but they took them. Oh no. well, yeah, those two were used in it. They were yeah. the main characters, but Will Ferrell was the the writer of the. Oh, was he? Oh, yes, you're right. You're up. You're right. Mm. Yeah, you are. He played the Nazi. Yeah. I mean, you guys know how I feel about musicals, so. They're the best. <laughs> I, Excuse me. I love musicals. Are the... he, he... I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons for our Gilbert and Sullivan podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's to like, I can like diss on. Musicals too. Uh, in fact, my favorite musical is about two weeks away from coming to the Pantages. Little little sh- show called Les Misérables. Maybe oh. you've heard of it. I actually, that's one I can't. I do like. Some people call it Les Mis. Very rude. It's Les, Les Misérables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Currently, the show they're doing a very retro season at the uh, Pantages this mm-hmm. this season. It's all the uh, currently it's Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Uh, before that, it was. Um, Let's see what all the shows they've done this year. They did Hello Dolly, uh, which is kind of an old school show. Yeah. Which uh, they did Cats, very right. old school show. Cats. I thought Cats was like canceled, canceled. They're like, we're not doing this again. No, they keep bringing it back. Somebody Jeez. always wants Cats. I saw that on It's Broadway. an odd show. Jellicle Cats. Uh, what, the music's pretty fun. The, yeah, the music's fun. It's just really long. It's super long. I, did, I, I fell asleep and got... The shit scared out of me by a cat. <laughs> oh yeah, because they come up and down the uh, aisles. I was on. I was in the aisle seat. I got woken up to by this female lady in cat outfit. That didn't go well for me. <laughs> so, I always thought it was funny, and I just I always reminds me when I th- think of cats, which I think of cats weekly. Right. The musical about uh, this on the show Caroline in the City. 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show oh where Leah Thompson yeah. played? She had her own comic strip, yeah. but her best friend the, the, was, like, in the cats, was in Cats, right. and she spent a lot of episodes like in the Cats, and it was just such a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous outfit. Yes, it's but a it, lot of it was just funny that that of all. So she was a Broadway actress, and of all things, she was in Cats, yep. <laughs> which like this will never stop running. No, it was it, it played ran forever. Yeah, it played at the the Winter Garden Theater yep. for like thirty. Well, not thirty. It was a long time. Yeah. And then uh, oh, so then after Les Mis is um, Phantom is coming. Oh, another that's what old I was another old school. Got to do some more Andrew Lloyd Webber. Is Starlight Express coming? That's what I was wondering. No, damn it! But I wish I love Starlight Express. I've seen it three times. What? Yes. Man. I got to see that in London. Mm. That's where it started. My yep. parents saw it in London too. Well, I, mean. I got to see it in uh, back in St. Louis, but it was a touring company, so it wasn't quite as cool. Yeah. Like the. When they when it's there somewhere permanently, they build out the track. For anybody that's not familiar with Starlight Express, it's absurd. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's about trains. All the characters are different trains, mm-hmm. and they're on roller skates. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And it never it never made sense to me that they didn't switch to roller blades once roller blades became a thing because it's more train like. Yeah. Except, Easier to stop. Yeah, it's, that's it's probably for agility and mobility. Yeah. But um, yes, they're all trains. They, the lead his he's a he's an old school diesel train named Rusty. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, there's an oddly ra- somewhat racist like Japanese um, uh, bullet train. Right. And the, my favorite character is the electric train, and they make a whole play on him being bisexual because he's ACDC. Oh my god. He even sings a song saying ACDC, it's okay with me. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's amazing. And I didn't the, even. And there's I a the, the big. <laughs> so he, Dusty is the diesel, the old diesel, and the big powerful new one who's like the bully, right. like the ga- There's like yeah. a, another one that's like a, the Gaston of the trains. The Gaston they're fighting. Of trains. They're yeah. fighting over the love of the lady train. Yep. Anywho, so it's it's absurd, <laughs> and so they Tell so us more. so they when it's in permanently in a theater like I and it's kind of discoy music the, yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah, I have a few songs on my phone. Mm. Yeah. Um, like the London show, like that was where it, it, it first came out, and then I, I guess it was on Broadway for some amount of time. They build, they're able to build the stage out more, so the the roller, the the trains can go out into the audience because they build the track around. They did that in London. Yeah, like, we sat on the inside. Oh man. And so, yeah, and it's cool to see when they go around like that. But in when in a touring company, they just don't have time. You yeah. can't build a stage like that. So it they were much more confined to the stage itself. But then I saw it in Vegas, and they went crazy in Vegas. Ooh. It was like. This they they went not just out into the audience they went all over the theater it was awesome they're like we got to compete with Cirque du Soleil so pretty much build it out pretty much what year was that that was um, mid nineties because it was I was in Vegas I was not I was not twenty one right I was mid nineties because I was so there you for saw my a lot of shows right oh yeah <laughs> uh, I was there for my sister's wedding older sister's wedding oh. um, so yeah and your family likes the Vegas weddings. Yeah, my parents got married in Vegas. They eloped. What up, Bill and Susan? Um, my older brother got married in Vegas. And my sis, older sister got married in Vegas. There we go. And two of those three are still marriages. <laughs> <laughs> there was a divorce in there. That's my, okay. my sister, right. my sister was, is divorced. Congratulations. But, oh, no, it was good to me. Yeah, I, when when people tell me they, they've gotten divorced, I go, I I tell them congratulations, and they're like, thank you, and I was like, yeah. On the surface, it's a sad thing, but when you think about it's it, not. there's a reason for there's it. There's always a reason, and I say, I say, you, two people, hopefully you both decided, but somehow you, two people decided, 
that they were unhappy and instead of just wallowing in unhappiness for the rest of their lives together you decided to actually do something about it yeah. and leave which is some which in this society and culture is kind of the hardest thing to do and to quote unquote admit failure which i don't believe that divorce is a failure whatsoever i just believe that it is a time a period in your life has ended and it's time to move on i huh. i have always said this that i wish my parents had gotten divorced many years before they had I think it would have saved, I don't think it would have been, still would have been easy, but I think it would have saved a lot of heartbreak and resentment that still lingers between my parents. And, you know, and, and also issues that, relationship issues that my brother and I have. Sure. Um, so when people get divorced, they go, congratulations. Yeah. You, did some, you did something brave. You did something strong. And, um, and I think that you should be happy with that. You know, whether you're happy now, that's that's up to you. Yeah. But you took you did the hard thing. Sure. Congratulations. And good for good for your sister. Yeah, I've been divorced three times. <laughs> but never married in Actually, Vegas. No, two times. One was annulled. <laughs> oh, that's right, Brittany. Or oh, Nick Cage. I was just gonna bring that up. This story. It, it, this this did his you know, story you know is about insane. This He's been dating this woman for some time. It's it's not a. Uh, it's she's a makeup artist. This uh, the woman who's like the the. The father, I mean, the mother of his son. No, that was uh, his last marriage. Khalil. Oh, Khalil. Yeah. yeah, her name was like Janice Kim or something. I don't yeah. remember. Um, no, this one is different. She is a makeup artist. They've been together for some amount of time, but they uh, recently got married in Vegas. Um, uh, so, and they uh, tried to annul it after four days, claiming that Nick Cage tried to claim that they were drunk and out of their minds, and you know, kind of like Ross and. Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Um, but the, so he's trying, currently trying to get, this was like, this happened like a week ago. Oh, okay. Um, or two weeks ago. He is, so he's trying to get it annulled. She's trying to prevent it from being annulled, like trying to make it full on divorce. Um, claiming, claiming that the, it was not, a, it was legit because they, she claims that he tried to get back together with her afterwards. So it couldn't have just been like a, a mistake. Right. Um, and because she's seeking spousal support. For a marriage of four days, I don't even know what that support would be. Because you don't, I don't believe you get support for time together like before a marriage, right? It's it's a time you're married. I have no idea. I, well, I don't. It also depends on the laws in Vegas. I don't know. Um, there are no laws in Vegas. I mean Nevada. Um, Nevada. But the best part about all of this, well, the TMZ had some great video. TMZ had first had them. They've been covering it like crazy because they probably think it's as entertaining as we do. That um, they have a they have video of them fighting in the uh, valet of like Caesars, <laughs> like out in front of everybody, like a day or two before the wedding. So yeah. people, so TMZ is like, yeah, this will last. And then they also have video of Nick Cage last night. Oh yes, at a karaoke place yes. in Koreatown. It didn't specify the name, but it I think it could have been Brass Monkey. Shout out Brass Monkey. Because um, it wasn't one of the the karaoke places where you're in a little private room. Right. He was up on a stage, oh. and he. I highly recommend anybody who's a Nick Cage fan going to TMZ and looking up this video. It's him singing "Purple Rain," but he's singing it like aggressively and angry, like. <gasps> I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, purple. Like it is a rendition of "Purple Rain." You didn't know. You didn't. You, did, you had no idea that you you would need it, but now that you watch it, you needed it. Oh man! Yeah, I'm gonna look forward to this. And I, I'm quite certain alcohol was involved in his in his performance. I think alcohol is a big factor in his life. Period. Yeah. So the 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 wife now or the annulled wife? 
Erica Koike? How would you say? K-O-I-K-E. Yeah, I, I, who knows? It was Alice Kim was the wife before yeah, that he met. Kim. I knew it was in, something Kim. In Koreatown. I heard a few stories about that. Oh, which, were they? Well, like, it was at a bar. Uh-huh. They kind of match, do a little bit of matchmaking, shall we say? Oh. At that Korean, Korean town bar. So that's how he met her. Mm. So tread, tread lightly. Throw an, an allegedly in there. Allegedly. Somewhere. Thank Don't you. Reckless at, speculation. As I do. I'm really going to have to show you this, con- this compliance video I, after, I'm, the, I'm, after the As the I said, broadcast. this might be my last episode on the pod. Yes. Everything's fine. You can make all the accusations you want as long as you throw in allegedly. Everybody knows that's legally binding. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then his, yeah, his, other, his other brides were um, Patricia Arquette. That was, I believe, the longest. They were married for quite some time. And then he was married to Lisa Marie. Oh, that's Wrestling. right. Oh, I forgot Patricia, Patricia Arquette. Yes, I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, and oh wait, there's one one other one. Hugh Lewis on uh, top what? of his shit. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. What producer slash researcher slash horrible at what he does? No, I didn't say that. That's no, okay. I th- I got yeah, I beat you as to the, it. As the director of human resources, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> uh, Stacy can say it, but I'll have to write her up for it. Mm-hmm. Well, they do not say what bar it was. No, they, exactly. That's why I was guessing. I mean, there are there are a great many uh, karaoke places in Koreatown. Yeah, that's where you go karaoke in L.A. Yeah, Koreatown. And a lot of a number of them are the private. I'm not a fan of the private rooms one. Um, it's kind of pointless in a way. Well, if you're with a big group of friends, it can be fun. But there's something more fun about being in like a room of people. Yeah. Like randomness. Randomness. I mean, you, you the two of you have done a lot of karaoke in your yeah, lifetime. Yeah, sure. We've we've. Just, Kind of reeled it back a bit to non-existent. Yeah, but. in your old age. Well, I did a, the show-stopping performance of Shallow from uh, oh, Star is Born just, oh. just a few weeks ago. Oh, that's the right. The video has, has not been found yet, which I'm a little hurt by because oh. it was... it was. Have you talked to John about the, that? The star that was born was me because <laughs> I, I killed that room. I, I Killed. I fully believe that. Like, there before the clapping, there was a moment of just silence because they had to catch their breaths. <laughs> But the show, how random that the video is gone. That's so strange. Do you know who took the video? Yes, I do. Okay. And he's not trustworthy. To... Okay. It's a very good chance he didn't hit record. Re- yeah, I, I kind of... Very good chance. I, I think and, I and know this, could, this, this could be. be a, this could be like a whole cover-up that about how the video was lost when he realized he didn't hit record. Oh, that yeah. happens. You know, oh, wait, I don't have enough memory in my phone. Yeah, because you don't know how to delete half the stuff in your phone that's taking up the memory. Yeah, have you know, like there's that one section where you're like information. You're like I, I don't I want to get rid of whatever that is. Yeah, you're like what is this? I was I had a memory issue with my phone up until about up until a week ago. Like it, I had such so little memory that I actually couldn't even uh, kind of download like a single song off of the cloud onto my phone. Like that's how little space I had. Uh, right. Like it wouldn't even download. So I was, you know, you go through the the through the settings, you can clean up, and it just for some reason the messages was taking up several gigs of, gig of space, right. just just text messages, and then it occurred to me it was our podcast group text that had about a year's worth of gifs <laughs> and memes <laughs> and video, and I so I I sad to say I deleted up until that point. 
and it freed up three gig on my phone. <laughs> we had like a that many gifts over, the, and it's gifts, not gifs. So shut up. It is gifts. God damn. Um, okay. By the way, I know the founder says it's GIF, which is goddamn him. peanut butter. Yeah, it's peanut, peanut butter. butter. Well, the, it's it. The G in GIF stands for graphic. You. Yeah. It's not graphic. Yeah, well, exactly. Now it is. It's not a soft G. It's a hard G. I, but no, graphic makes more sense because he's a fucking moron. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bit angry about the, the gift GIF thing. It is. I'm like, look, there's enough, oh. like, the the English language is changing enough quickly and in weird ways as it is. And I'm kind of going, I, I don't care anymore. Like, some people are like, we can't do this. We're losing our culture. And I'm like, eh, it's gone anyway. We had culture? Yeah, supposedly. Oh. But, you know, like, whatever. Shit's going to change. We talk, we speak differently than we did 100 years ago. So, 10 years ago. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's the thing. People are going, oh, we're, we're, anyway. But, like, this thing, yes, it's a hard G. It's yeah. G. It's GIF. It's for graphic. No. Yes. It's like, I will die on this motherfucking yeah. hill. This is a hill I will die on. Like, don't I think be... it's all... The, the pod will die on this hill, is what it yes. comes down to. It's, none of us are in disagreement on no, this No, the three of us are strong. Yeah. <laughs> Not that strong, but, you know. Well. When I'm the, the most kept together, like, physically <laughs> speaking, true. which is... Yes. And, and I'm pretty fucking damaged. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I could throw up my back by sneezing. I'm like, it's amazing. Yeah. So, we're on top of our shit here. Just don't do that while we're recording the pod, because that becomes a, a workplace safety issue. Yes, I, I, so, will, I will try yeah, and avoid we'll into that. sneezing. Yep. We'll get into that. Well, I'm about. we're about getting to that season where I'll be sweating you guys out of this apartment in, yeah. in the afternoons. Oh, good. We'll have to start doing later recording yeah. sessions. Uh, later, well, either we do it earlier, or we yeah, do it later. Generally later is better. Or we do it on the weekend, and we figure out how yeah, to... We'll figure we'll stuff figure out. It out. Uh, for those of you not in California who have central air, lucky bastards, yeah. because. Although I would say, yeah, I mean, if we had, if we had central air, we still would have to turn it off just for recording. But yeah, we could, but, but we could cool it down. Out oh of yeah, shit his tone. his monstrosity of an AC over there works really well. It's just loud. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, it doesn't work well in your room, but it works no, well. No, it does not work. No, nothing works well back there. Oh. Outside of like sweat. Sweat Lodge. <laughs> That's what that works well, because when it hits hundred degrees, it's hundred and ten in there, so it's fucking toasty. I used to happen in my place back in North Hollywood. I would, I think, I would, I had one AC. It was in the living room, and and there wasn't the way my bedroom was set up. There wasn't any way to get a cross breeze or anything. And it was like you come into the living room, and then there's the kitchen, dining room, and then there's the bathroom and the bedroom. Like everything's just kind of like one long line. Yeah. And so, and then I was right. I was in a small building, two story building, and I was right next to a very large four story building that was all concrete or you know whatever on the side. And so, even though I was on the shady side for the afternoon. This building reflected all that fucking light Oof. and heat back into my place, Oof. which was terrible. So pr- pretty much for like the second half of July to like uh, half of August, half of uh, September, first half of September, I slept in my uh, my living room on yeah, my couch. I do that sometimes. Yeah, I have a, we have an AC unit and the wall unit in the living room, which works amazingly. Yeah. But like like you, it doesn't make it to my room, so I'll sleep on the couch quite often. Yeah. Luckily, I, I have an AC unit in my bedroom, and it works well. And then I have a couple of fans that I make work too. Yeah. Yeah, the fan. Well, my I guess my fan doesn't have the same issues that yours does now. No. Nate, Nate no. 
turn me on to a water. What did he vap? What is oh, it? it's oh, uh, it's kind of like that swamp cooler. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of the. It's something. It's like a swamp fan, but not. It's like it's a, some evaporation something or yeah. something, something or other. But it's broken on both of you guys. No, no, well, no, the, the works. that mm-hmm. function it still works as a fan. Yeah. For me, yeah. Yeah, but the swamp cooling part. The swamp cooling works just fine oh. for mine. Um, I do have a binge watch, even though I mentioned Lunatics. I oh, do yes. have another one. Okay. So, yeah. Well, we, if you... No. Is it time? Well, I mean, we can have a reasonably listened hour, less than an hour, if you want to go. Yeah, we'll see where it, where it takes us. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, let's, so, Stacey, with our um, couch surf binge watch, yeah. whatever the heck we call it, couch surfing. Whatever it is. Uh, this is like the fifth epi- fifth version, or fifth time her doing it. I mean, you, s- you still can't come up fourth, with Fourth, third. Every, every time fourth. it's like, you use four different names. I know. I'm still <laughs> figuring you, it do out. Do you know how marketing works? Do you know not, how... Do you obviously know how, not do you that well. Do you know how well. brands work? How building a brand. I'm, I'm doing such a great job with this. <laughs> what, you put on... What if, what if Friends, when it went on the air every week, had a different name? Be confusing. Would it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if he had a the, different name every week we came show in? I think, <laughs> might, I think it might do just as well. Yeah. All right. So, on this week's Binge Watch with Stacey. I like that one. Let's go with that. Um, it, is, um, it is, they've started season two of my favorite show from last spring. Last spring I had two fa- favorite shows, and they were Killing Eve and The Terror on AMC. Well, The Terror's not back, um, and so, but Killing Eve is. So if you have not watched... Season one of Killing Eve, I suggest that you do it. Find it wherever you can. It was on BBC America, so perhaps you can watch it on, on Hulu, demand. Hulu, I believe. Maybe. Oh, yeah, Hulu. So who, go to Hulu, watch the entire first season. It stars Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. Sandra Oh won an Emmy for this and a Golden Globe. She totally deserves it. it is, and it is created, it's based on a, on a set of books written by a guy, but the series was adapted for television written by um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who created Fleabag. If you haven't seen Fleabag, there's another one that you should watch, <laughs> which is on, uh, I believe, Amazon Prime. I think so. That Fleabag is amazing. Um, but Killing Eve is about a MI6, Sandra Oh plays Eve, an MI6, uh, really just a pencil pusher, kind okay. of. Like, she doesn't work in a very exciting area. And, but somehow... She discovers that there is a female assassin out there working, and she kind of becomes obsessed with finding this female assassin. Also, people are not in her group, don't believe her, but there's, but all of a sudden some stuff happens, and one person starts believing her, and things start to happen. And then this female assassin does exist, and her name is Villanelle, played by Jodie Comer, and she is Russian but living in Paris. And but she's not just any type of female assassin. She's not just like the cool, slick female assassin. She is like wicked. She likes to like kind of play with people. She enjoys. She's a psychopath. She enjoys watching people die. Oh. She enjoys kind of playing with them, killing them in fun ways while still like doing her job. But, and that's kind of where she's kind of like fucking up. But her and Sandra, oh, they are playing this cat and mouse game. And at the same time, there's, there are these different power undercurrents about like who has the power and who's chasing who and who knows what about whom. And it's just, you think it's gonna go one way and it doesn't. This is the, it's, it's kind of like Game of Thrones in that sense of like, 
people die that you don't expect to die. Like shit happens that you don't expect to happen. But then other, like it is just fabulous. And these, the performance, everybody's performances are top notch. And the writing is, is just fantastic. It's original. And I think, yeah. It couldn't, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been made by a better, like Phoebe Waller-Bridge had to be the person to adapt them. And Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer had to be the people, the main characters, play the main characters. That was yeah. it. So highly recommend it. And it is, season two is now airing on BBC America. Does Sandra Oh have an accent? No, she does not. She plays an American. Really? Yeah. That's kind of odd. She plays an American. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but Jodie, Jodie Comer is British. Yeah. But well. she plays, but she has an accent. But she does not have, she's not one of those, I'm, you can tell I'm Russian because I have a British accent. No, she's got a Russian <laughs> accent. <laughs> no, I just like for an MI6 to be an American accent just right. kind of sounds a little... They 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 somehow you know have a little bit I forget what it she's the reasoning from the CIA or something, something like that. that like I mean even though she's she's married to she could be British by marriage and she is British by marriage there we go she's that's married a, to a that's all that matters but um but yeah you know it's so. a thing so anyhow not a useful thing to have anymore I, yeah the, I don't I don't know the British passport only becomes useful if they open up the Commonwealth. If I, if I, that's right. Hmm. So then that's been talks for years, which I'm like, Oh, that makes things very interesting. Mm -hmm. If you shut down the EU for Brits, open up the rest of the, the world. Oh yeah. So that would open up Canada, the Bahamas, New Zealand, New Zealand, Australia, Australia. and probably South Africa. Maybe not really, but uh, oh man, that'd be nice. No visas required. For you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, since they're shutting out the EU. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's that's where it's like, oh, you can travel everywhere. But uh, so, you know, what is it? Killing Killing Eve. What is, is it? Killing Eve, yes. Killing no, Eve. No, am, am I incorrect in assuming it is It is or is not a Grey's Anatomy spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> is that why she left the show? Is it that is, why she left? It is absolutely, positively not. That's why she left Seattle Grace now to become a... Uh, MI6? That's exactly why she that loves That would be a crazy. plot twist. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? How is that show still on I the air? I don't know. I watched, I watched that, epi that episode that everybody was talking about a few weeks ago. I watched it. I went on to Hulu and I watched it. Of course, now, anytime I go to Hulu, they're like, do you want to watch more Grey's Anatomy? I'm like, no. <laughs> because it was like... They won't let you forget. Oh You're like, you it's watched a It's this. a shame and that then, I now have the, to wear forever digitally. Because it has like 140 some odd episodes that oh you have to watch. God, it's so, it's like the first, I watched the first season of it and it was fun and it was interesting and it was kind of like a bit of a soapier ER, mm -hmm. but it was like, oh, okay, cool. And now it's just. Sort of well, it, it just didn't it, it did it just or it's about to pass ER as the longest um, so. serial I think it did. serial medical show. Yeah, or, yeah, was it just just straight medical or oh, largest serial drama? It drama could be. ever, I think, it could be because it's been going on since two thousand. This is the fifteenth or sixteenth season. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, and they've killed just about everybody off except for like the. There's a few characters from. Yeah, there. the only one, the only ones I recognize from like the beginning are Meredith Grey mm -hmm. and Bailey. Um, Bailey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kareb's still on it. Is he? Yeah. I think oh, okay. So. Unless some, as of like a few months ago. I didn't see him in ago, that episode. I don't watch so. it, but I just, I yeah. know, I read enough about it. Oh, yeah, Kareb. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And then, oh, and then the older, the older doctor, older surgeon who was like everybody's, like Bailey's mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name, too. Yeah. He, he's, he's taking still. that paycheck. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. If, that's the thing about, I've, heard, I've seen actors who've gotten upset about being in a show for so long. They're like, I'm just tired of playing this character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I, I, I can understand that. But as an, for people who are actors, I'm like, sometimes it's like, oh, there you go. You have your, you don't have to worry. That's your nine to five. It's the devil. It's the devil, you know. Yeah. You know. So Noah Wiley was the R. He's the only one that made it through. Well, there might have been a few nurses I, that weren't, they were regulars, but not main characters. He's the only one that made it all the way through. Mm-hmm. But then he had the librarians. Yep. Classic. Yep. Rebecca Romaine was in that one. O'Connell, mm-hmm. no? I don't know if she goes by Rebecca Romaine O'Connell. I mean, she... I think she, she just goes by Rebecca Romaine. I think yeah. she learned from Stamos. The Stamos, yeah, the yeah. Stamos. Just to leave it alone. Stamos stigma? Yeah. Now, there's a power couple. Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell. They're fun. They are fun. They're a lot of fun. I think, I think Rebecca Romaine is just fun. Because I will, fun. I will have to say this. When she married John Stamos, they seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. I was sad to see them break up. I was like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. I was like, they seemed like fun. You don't know what's going on in people's marriages, yeah. so there you go. Well, what? But, but then when she and Jerry O'Connell got together, I go, oh, they seem like fun, too. Yeah. So I was like, she just must be fun. Yeah. I would like to be friends with her. And uh, my a lukewarm take here, she's the far better mystique Ooh. in the X-Men movies. Oh, well, I mean, she didn't talk. By the way, she was in the uh, X Men First Class. I maintain that it. Oh, yeah, I maintain that the her little scene in X Two when she's sliding through the door with like throwing up the middle finger. Uh-huh. Love it. It's the greatest <laughs> four seconds in X Men history. <laughs> At that point in time, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I haven't seen. I think I've seen. I probably saw. The first two X-Men that you're talking about with Rebecca in them. And I think I've only seen one X-Men with Jennifer Lawrence It is in it. so obvious Jennifer Lawrence has, is, she's just collecting a paycheck yeah. for her. She did, she signed on to the first one before she became famous. Like before she started winning awards. Right. Yeah. And now it's like she got locked into it. And like the last, this I believe is the last one. Well, the Dark Phoenix. And I don't know if she's in it very long because there is this whole point where uh, Sansa Stark says I killed uh, so Sophia, what's her Turner? Turner. Sophie Turner. Soon to be Sophie jo- Turner. Soon to be Jonas. Yeah. Uh, she goes about I killed my best friend. So or like so there is this theory that Jennifer Lawrence ain't gonna be in it very long, which mm. will somehow destroy everything that has been built around the X Men universe. But that's gonna be it needs to be destroyed. It's going to be destroyed anyways because it's going to uh, Disney. I mean, don't they destroy everything anyway and just rebuild it and repurpose it? Oh, my God. The, like, I mean, well, the timeline in the X-Men movies oh, has it's just, been... Dis- it's, it's, a, it's, it's doubled back. Like, they, they, they were like, okay, we're going to reboot it with first, first class. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care. Oh, I don't okay. either. That's fine. I don't either. Well, with that being said, <laughs> uh, that would be the, today's episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, anyone who has any complaints can file that with our head of HR, Nathan. Are you sure it's not and- head? Head, excuse me, Director of Human Resources and Workplace Compliance. Here's how much corporate I, compliance. I care. In fact, <laughs> in fact, we have a corporate cl- compliance right. meeting. Yeah, that's great. Afterwards, bring a notepad. <laughs>